0: This is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating facts from fiction. The issue of healthcare.
1: It's still a government-run health insurance plan. We
0: will provide you with a choice. It's going to cost millions of Americans their jobs. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Welcome, Sarah, to the show. Sarah, you're calling from Las Vegas. Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back.
2: Of all the talk show hosts I have the opportunity to be interviewed with, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. You know how the real world works work just the politics. very
0: special guest today congressman paul ryan kerry thanks for having me if you even talk about changing social security reforming the program even if it's going bankrupt your opponent will distort what you're doing if we don't fix this soon then everybody will get their benefits cut people in this country are ready for an adult conversation on these issues ladies and gentlemen america's health care advocate kerry hall hello america welcome to america's Healthcare care advocate show broadcasting coast to coast Across the USA, our producer today, Mister Scott Larson. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. America's healthcare advocate is the show where we separate fact from fiction on the truth of healthcare. We're going to have a very compelling show today. I'm going to skip the whole opening because I really want to get into this today. I will tell you if you do want to contact me after the broadcast, if you have any questions about health insurance or health related issues, please go give us a call at the toll free number eight seven seven three eight. Five twenty two twenty four. That's eight seven seven three eight five twenty two twenty four. I'm not taking calls in the show because I got a studio full of guests today, and we're going to be talking with those folks. Additionally, you can send me an email if you go to the website America's Healthcare America's Healthcare Advocate.com. Now, I get a couple of hundred a day, so I don't answer each and every one of them the same day, but I do answer each and every one of them. So if you have a question, comment, you need help with something, please feel free to do so by sending me an email. We're happy to help you at americashealthcareadvocate.com. Coming up in today's show, we're going to have a fascinating show today. We're going to be visiting with the folks from Life Flight Eagle. Now, they've been on this broadcast many times over the last five years. But today is one of those unusual days where we're actually going to have people in studio here today They're going to tell you about their experience on Life Flight. So we've actually got a young man in the studio today who was in a very serious accident. He was flown by Life Flight Eagle. His father's in studio with us today. We're going to talk with him as well as some of the folks from Life Flight about what happened. You know, I say this to you. When we do these broadcasts, I talk about this many times. You do not get up in the morning and expect to get an email or a phone call saying, today is the day that I'm going to be on a life flight, or today is the day I'm going to need that life flight eagle to come and get me because I'm going to be in a horrible automobile accident or a hunting accident or an ATV accident like this young man. It doesn't work that way. The purpose of bringing you these broadcasts is to explain to you what these folks do, why it's so critical to our community the service they bring to our community and how it can benefit you so with that coming up in today's show we're going to visit with matt kuhn sullivan county ambulance district paramedic rich cunningham life flight eagle base manager matt dirty life flight eagle uh, director of business development and the young man who has actually flown on that life flight ryan kuhn welcome to the broadcast all of you. Thank, you thank you it's great to have you here Let, let's let's start um matt uh with you and just tell a little bit about how this all occurred it happened on april 30th of 2012 your son is sitting right here now a uh, happy healthy uh, strapping looking young man um that had to be kind of a traumatic day for you when you got that call that said uh, his atv has gone off the road and there's been a horrible accident let's talk about that and let's kind of set the stage and then i'm going to ask
3: uh, this young man to tell us what occurred okay well like you said it started off just like any other day um April 30th, 2012, and I, I get a call from Ryan's uh, best friend's father, and he says that Ryan's been in an accident and he broke his wrist. And uh, my initial reaction was just I was upset with Ryan because it was baseball season and I knew his baseball season was over. And he calls, or he tells me that he's going to take him to the local hospital and he's going to take him by his own vehicle. And so I said, I'll just meet you out there. And um, he calls back a little later and says that he's hurt too bad to get him in the truck and that we need to come out in the ambulance. And so um, I was on that day as a paramedic, so we went out there, and and he was uh, leaning up against a guardrail. Um, he had obvious head injury. He His um, right eye was already swelled shut. Um, he had uh, two broken wrists. His uh, left wrist was an open fracture, um, which means the bone was had come through the skin. Um And he was had a uh, pale skin because he was was a little shock. Yeah, he was shocky, um, and he was staring kind of through me instead of really looking at me. Um, And so I started asking him some questions, and uh, one of the initial things that made me uh, realize that he was hurt worse than I thought was he thought it was two thousand two. He's only off by ten years. Yeah, ten yeah. years. So um, other than that, he was right there. Exactly, Ryan. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what what you
0: were on an ATV. You were riding down a gravel road, and what right. happened?
4: I was going way too fast and drifting corners. Just I guess. you know what a typical young man yeah. does
0: when he gets uh, an ATV out there on the road by just, himself and having a good
4: time. Just an invincible teenager on a four wheeler. Uh-huh. And uh, I got around one of the corners and. The road kind of comes to a curve, and you take the bridge across that curve. And uh, after I drifted that corner, I was looking back and then looked up, and I just remember that kind of, oh, crap, and I noticed that I didn't actually hit the bridge. And then it just went black after that, and uh, I remember waking up and uh, being in the bottom down there. 20 feet down, you missed the bridge
0: and went down a culvert 20 feet. Yep. And you're at the bottom of that culvert now, and you woke up. Yep. You have a broken hip, two broken ribs, two broken wrists, and you managed to get up and walk out of that culvert?
4: Yeah. I got up, and actually, initially, I was like, all right, coach is going to be mad because it's baseball season. And then my next thought was, this isn't my four-wheeler. They're going to be mad at me too. So I went to put the seat on the four-wheeler and actually – saw the bone hanging out of my wrist so
0: first indication you had a problem
4: that was that was my I got to get out of here and uh, I picked up my phone that was laying on the ground to try to call the guys I was with and uh, my phone screen was broken it showed lights but it was too broken to see anything so I walked down to where the wall got a little bit smaller and climbed out of there and started walking up the dam because there's a reservoir Right there and started walking up the dam back to the road and uh, my phone started going off and I answered that and it was my buddy that I was with and he was asking me where I was and uh, they told me later that they couldn't understand what I was saying so they started driving back to where I was and they said they saw me walking up the dam just covered in blood and stuff so they came down and helped me get up on the road and that's when I sat on the guardrail I remember his dad showing up, and I tried to get up in his truck, which is it's kind of high, and uh, I couldn't get up in there. So because they just, you had a broken hip. Yeah, I just after that, I think the adrenaline started wearing off, and I started deteriorating. So I they sat me down on the rail and propped me up, and then like after that stuff gets pretty spotty. I remember seeing my dad just kind of flashy, just here and there. And then I remember being in the back of an ambulance. Because there was there was something on my head. He had strapped something to my head, and I didn't like it, and I was telling him to take it off. And then after that, it fades out again. And then I remember seeing my dad as they were shutting the doors of the helicopter, him telling me he'd see me down there. And then after that, it's just black after that. Man,
0: you know, you're a professional. You're you're not. You know, this is not me. Uh, uh, somebody that's not 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 a medical professional, not not a not a first responder. You're a medical professional. But listening to him describe this, when you rolled up and saw him, um, that must have been a pretty shocking experience for you even with the fact that you are a professional you're a paramedic you get all this but seeing this and this is your own son there um, what was your first thought when you rolled up on the scene and saw what he looked like covered in blood the ATVs at the bottom of a culvert and uh, he's not making a lot of sense
3: Um, when we first got there I drove over that spillway several times and you just never notice things um, you know until something like this happens but I saw him standing there, but then I looked down um, in the culvert actually, and just seen how far and wide it was, and um, you know it—it it was a nauseating feeling to know that that's what you know where he had wrecked, um, and to uh, to just see him pale, looking like like he was—it um, uh, it was tough, but uh, you know I knew he needed help and. uh, Did you have
0: any idea how severe, other than obviously there's a bone sticking out of his wrist? Did you have any idea how severe these injuries were?
3: Uh, I didn't know that he had the the skull fracture that he had, um, but I knew his eye was swelled shut already and it had just happened um, and his face was swollen. So I knew there was a chance there for um, some head injury. Head injury. Um, but when he thought it was 2002, like I said, that's when I um, told the first responder to get a helicopter.
0: So at that point, you made the decision on the ground um, to get a helicopter to the scene um, and get him out of there, not transport him by, by ground ambulance.
3: Yes. I knew that um, he needed evaluated at a trauma center.
0: And obviously, there's no trauma center. Uh, this was in Trenton, Missouri?
3: In Milan, Missouri.
0: In Milan, Missouri. There, there's no trauma center uh, close by, so it was either a ground ambulance ride for some significant amount of time or, in this case, Life Flight Eagle coming to the rescue uh, and taking him uh back to the hospital, which we'll talk about when we come back for break. All right, we're going to come back from the break. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to talk with Rich Cunningham now from Life Flight Eagle along with Matt and Ryan some more about what happened. and You're going to hear what happens now. We've got him. The helicopter's coming. We're going to talk about where he's at and how he gets to the hospital. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, dot com. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue our conversation with Matt Kuhn, Sullivan County at Ambulance District Paramedic, Rich Cunningham Life Flight Eagle Base Manager, Matt Dowdery, Life Flight Eagle Director of Business Development, and Ryan Kuhn, the young man who actually was flown on this flight and who uh, went through this whole tr- this traumatic uh, situation was actually taken to Children's Mercy Hospital. We're going to talk about what happens now. The helicopter lands, and what goes on from there. But if you want information, remember what I said: you don't get up in the morning, get the email, or get a phone call. If you have a Life Flight Eagle membership, this is this this service that they provide is covered. If you don't. It's about $18,000 if it gets billed to your insurance carrier or if you don't have insurance. That's what you're looking at in terms of the cost to fly one of these life-saving helicopters to get you to a hospital what's membership you can go up online membership is listed at lifeflighteagle.org that's the website lifeflighteagle.org the cost of membership is up there and you can enroll in the program either as a business or an individual go to the website lifeflighteagle.org all right let's talk about this now that you've called for the helicopter and talk about what happens now that you've called for the helicopter
3: um after i called for the helicopter we we got him put on a backboard and uh loaded ryan up into uh the ambulance
0: so it was a grand ambulance sitting there but you made a decision matt to call for the life flight eagle bird to come and get him because based on what you saw this was pretty serious
3: yes um i actually came out in the ambulance and uh we uh we try to activate helicopters um for uh, chest pain heart attacks um any elevation uh strokes and traumas so this is part of our protocol to uh, launch a helicopter for bad bad traumas.
0: And and one of the things that Life Flight Eagle does is they go to the rural communities. They educate first responders like yourself on when is it appropriate to call. And you obviously made the decision at that point. It was appropriate for this to happen at this time.
3: Exactly, yeah. Milan's um, about 130 miles from Kansas City or Columbia. So the drive would have been an hour and a half? An hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, Correct. that's
0: a long time to sit in an ambulance with a young man in that condition. Exactly. And it took how long on the Life Flight Eagle?
3: Uh, 45 minutes from that's, the time they're on scene till he was in a trauma center. That's pretty remarkable,
0: Rich. Let's talk about that. You know, he, he, he Matt calls for the for the helicopter for his son. Um, he's a paramedic. He's a first responder. He sees the situation. Um, he the young man is loaded into the helicopter. But it's not just a 44 minute ride that the, from the time he gets in that helicopter until the time he got to Children's Mercy. He's being treated by a paramedic and a flight nurse that are in the helicopter. him. Talk a little bit about that and, and how that works in that continuing treatment and communication with the hospital.
2: Yes. The flight crew, the flight nurse or the flight paramedic, when they arrive on scene, as in this instance, they spoke with Matt. Matt gives him a report of what he finds and the care that he's already provided, which in this case was um, excellent. He had him backboarded c colored, with iv started uh, they were patients loaded into the aircraft secured and then you start the actual flight itself once in the air the nurse and the paramedical continually uh, reassess the patient everything from level of consciousness to the injuries to circulation to all the to the arms and legs they're on a they're on a, they monitor the heart rate heart rhythms blood pressures um what they call entitled co2 they also provide pain medications um
0: so he was getting a little pain medication while
2: he (laughs) he was getting a lot of pain medication (laughs) yeah i bet he was yes um that's one big thing we believe in is our patients should not be in pain right so we do our best we can to keep them out of pain and they're also watching in this case with the head trauma and and the the fractures that he that he sustained we really have to watch for shock and also the head injuries. With head injuries, we start watching for respiratory depression. To if there's a chance that we'd have to help him breathe, take over his breathing for him.
0: And that's all <laughs> available to be done it's on the all helicopter. It's
2: available to be done. We kind of joke we can do everything on a helicopter that an ER can do except take x-rays.
0: That's pretty remarkable.
2: Yeah, we can do emergency airways. We can do um, just a long list of, of Pursuitous.
0: And and you're in community, so you made a decision. To, you guys made the decision to take him to Children's Mercy Absolutely. because his Children's age. Mercy was better equipped to deal with his issues versus because you know there are a lot of hospitals here in the metro that you go to: St. Luke's, Research right. Children's Mercy, Carondelet, Ku. I mean, you you fly people to all the different. What was why the decision? In Children's Mercy. His age. In,
2: Any patient that's under 17 years old will go to a pediatric trauma center. That's just our guidelines. Okay,
0: so that was because Children's Mercy has a pediatric right. trauma center. That's what made the determination about where he needed to go, because that's where he was going to get the best treatment as as fast as possible, most expedient manner.
2: Absolutely, they're the they're the only level one pediatric trauma center in the Kansas City area.
0: Okay, so that that had a lot to do with right. this, obviously. So now he's on the helicopter. Your paramedic, your nurse, or or they're communicating with Children's Mercy saying. Here's what we've got coming in here. We know he's got broken wrists. We know uh, he's got some other issues. We think he may have head trauma. Um, they're communicating all of that to the hospital. So the hospital knows what they're going to get when that helicopter lands and
2: they roll him off in that gurney, yes? Absolutely. We, we try to paint the best picture we can. To, we call on the radio when we usually speak with either the nurse or one of the doctors. We tell them we have a trauma team activation. We give them the highlights of the most severe injuries that we have. What, what has been done, what we are doing, and their current vital signs, blood pressure, EKG, pulse rate. And when we land at Children's Mercy, we're met usually by the trauma team. The patient's taken off the aircraft and straight to a trauma suite.
0: And that's some and and obviously time is of the essence there, and you know we talk about this we've talked about it in many other shows it's called the golden hour the golden hour and yes. that 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 term comes from vietnam uh when 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 all of this you know technology and the ability to move these uh move people by helicopter in an air ambulance became uh, really where you know brought it to where it is today forty five minutes that's within the golden hour, and the golden hour is the the, the most uh, the most critical time to get them to treatment and take care of whatever that may be am i correct in that correct okay and so that was within that golden hour 45 minutes versus matt who would have been an hour and a half two hour (laughs) ambulance ride uh uh, on the ground
3: uh yes and um also before an ambulance can't go straight to columbia or kansas city we would have had to have taken him to our local hospital who are not equipped
0: to deal with this
3: exactly and that would have been you know another 45 to an hour minute delay
0: do you remember any of this, Ryan? Do you remember getting in the helicopter? Do you remember any of the ride? I mean, were you phasing any out of consciousness at the time? Do you remember any of this stuff?
4: Well, as as time went on, I don't know if it was adrenaline or what it was, but something wore off and I I was it's when I look back it's spotty, like I said, it goes in and out. I remember like I said, seeing my dad when he got there and then being in the back of the ambulance and then When it fades back in, I can see my dad telling me he'll meet me down there and then they shut the helicopter doors and after that it's pretty much black after that until okay. i woke up in the hospital
0: we're going to come back after the break we'll continue our conversation we'll tell you where he's at today and we'll tell you what it, what he actually had um that that's called fractured the issues that were associated with it. it was it was significant it was probably more significant than you might think we'll talk about that we'll talk about where this young man is today and and his recovery and, and and where he what he's accomplished where he's at today and why this flight and what and the treatment he received made such a difference for him you're listening to america's Healthcare advocate broadcast casting on the hia radio network coast to coast across the usa if you want membership information go to the website lifeflighteagle.org lifeflighteagle.org you can sign your family up there your business whatever the case may be the website is lifeflighteagle.org we'll be right back with more after the break you're listening to america's Healthcare care advocate stay tuned we'll be right back Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast-to-coast on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send me an email if you've got a question. I'll be happy to chat with you or get back to you. Our producer today, Mr. Scott Larson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue our conversation with Matt Kuhn, Rich Cunningham, uh, Matt Dirty, and uh, the young man who is actually on this flight, Ryan Kuhn. We're going to talk with him a little more about what happened. If you want information on their membership program, you can call one 800 at 936-9533, 1-800-936-9533 if you want membership information. It's $59 a year. Now, ask yourself a question. The cost of this flight was actually more like $28,000. So if they had the $59 membership, then the cost is zero. That's exactly right. That's the way that it works. So uh, that $28,000, when you get out of the hospital, can be a real surprise. We kind of make a joke around here sometimes that if you had a heart attack on this and used the Life Flight and you didn't have the coverage and your health insurance didn't pay it, you may be having a second one when you get the bill. So it makes a lot of sense to sign up for that membership. Once again, the number is 1-800-936-9533 or the website, LifeFlightEagle.org. Fifty nine dollars. That's the entire family. That's what it costs. Fifty nine dollars a year. I have the card in my wallet. LifeFlightEagle.org. All right. You walk through the door. What did you see? When he, he's you're at Children's Mercy. You've gotten there. It took you what an hour and a half to get there. You might have gone a little faster than that. Let me. It took t- me less than an hour and a half. How long did it take you to get there?
3: I'm not sure how okay. long it took me to get there, but um, I was speeding. Nevertheless, um, I walked through the doors, and I'd already called my brother, um, who's a doctor lives in Marshall, and I called my parents from the back of the ambulance um, to tell them to go ahead and head towards Kansas City because Ryan was hurt. Um, so um, I walked through the doors, and I'm met by the neurosurgeon, and he said, your son has bleeding on his brain, and he's going in for immediate surgery. Wow.
0: Well, that 44 minutes became uh, really important, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah. That, that golden hour uh, really had a lot to do with this, didn't it? It because did. Because you didn't know that when you you suspected he had head trauma, he had a pretty good idea, but he had a fractured skull, and he had blood clotting, correct?
3: Correct. Talk had, a little
0: bit about because we talked off air before the show about what had happened with his brain and why this was so critical that he was able to get the treatment that he got uh, that Rich just described, and, and all this was being communicated to the hospital as he got on the helicopter was taken in. Why was this so important with what was going on with this head trauma thing?
3: Um, uh, during the, the accident, um, Ryan was not wearing a helmet, and so he cracked the... When he hit the wall, he cracked his uh, skull around the um, right orbit, towards towards the uh, temple area, and then up his forehead. It cracked in two spots, um, and so he had a blood clot behind his forehead in the, um, in that area, about probably the size of an egg, um, and it about caused the
0: size of an egg.
3: It caused a uh, six millimeter shift. To his brain, um, Doctor Horning, who was the neurosurgeon on that day, he uh, he he told us after the surgery that he had about a six millimeter shift. Amazing.
0: So time was of the essence here, obviously. Exactly. Well, here you are today, Ryan. Okay, are yeah. you still able to leap tall buildings at a single bound? You're faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, or has some of that changed a little bit?
4: Uh, it, it something like that definitely kind of slows you down and makes you realize how fast it can it can be over.
0: But Today, uh, due to the great work of the doctors at Children's Mercy, the fact that your dad was able to get the helicopter there, and and that crew on Life Flight Eagle that got you to Children's Mercy, you're playing baseball?
4: Yeah. You're pitching? Playing baseball and pitching and starting quarterback and linebacker. It just basically gave me a second chance and a full recovery, which is something I'm thankful for every day.
0: Yeah, it's pretty remarkable, isn't it? Yep. So he's playing linebacker. Now That means, obviously, this head trauma issue must have – must be completely resolved, or he certainly wouldn't be in that situation.
3: Yes, he got a hundred percent um, clearance from uh, the neurosurgeon at Children's Mercy to uh, play sports, um, so he's fully active.
0: Yeah, and uh, looks like a pretty happy, healthy, normal guy here sitting in this studio today.
3: Yeah, he's uh, he goes a hundred percent. So we're very thankful uh, to God and to uh, Life Light for, for everything that that was done and obviously also children's mercy
0: yeah they did a fantastic job and obviously uh, seeing him in here today is uh pretty rewarding uh, based on the you know wh- what they were able to accomplish where he's at today rich this must uh, you know i we, we we've had these stories countless times over the last four or five years we've done these broadcasts with you it must be pretty remarkable for you to be able to sit here and look at this young man and know that uh, you know you guys play a huge part in making this happen Probably that 44 minutes made a big difference in his
2: life. It made a huge difference. And, yes, it's very – I'm trying to find the words even to say. When uh, the flight nurse that actually that transported Ryan, when she met him again or saw him again was about four months ago, all she could do was cry. Yeah. She hugged him, kissed him, and I mean, she –
0: <laughs> There is an emotional attachment to this. There very much is. And yeah.
2: when you see a lot of the devastating things that our crews see, to see an outcome like this is – the best paycheck you can get somebody. Yeah, it is. And, and,
0: and it's pretty remarkable the work that's done in the community and what they do. Thank you all for coming in here today. Thank you, Ryan, for coming in today. Thank you, Matt, well, thank you. for coming thank you. in and sharing your story. I guess if, you know, you're, you're a paramedic, I guess you would if you were to tell our audience if this is something, especially if you live in one of the rural communities, you might want to think about that membership. You think that might be a good idea, Matt?
3: It'd be a really good idea because, um, like I said, they, they sell time. And, um, you know, it, when you're having a heart attack or a stroke – or um, you have some major trauma happen to you, you really need to get to a trauma center um, and uh, things that only a surgeon can fix. Yeah, and, and, and again, you know, the rural hospitals do a great job, but they're not
0: equipped to handle something like what happened to your son. Uh, and back to what we said, that 44 minutes made a big difference in his life made a huge difference. Yeah, it really did. We're going to continue our conversation now. We're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about some of the things that that Life Flight Eagle does, the communities that they serve, uh, and we're going to ask Matt Doherty, Life Flight Eagle's Director of Business Development. Matt, can you – let's – first of all, let's – you know, this is very compelling, and it it is – this air ambulance service is one of the first air ambulance services established in the country. Um, right. And I've had Chris on here uh, countless times to talk about this, your, your CEO and, and 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 the lady who actually started all this. But, you know, talk a little bit about Life Flight Eagle in terms of your mission. Uh, it's a community-run organization. It's a not-for-profit. This is not a for-profit air ambulance right. service run by some conglomerate corporate group. But let's chat just a little bit about that and, and 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 what you all do
1: here in the community, man. Absolutely, Lifelight Eagle is a non-for-profit organization. It's a five hundred one C three, and really our mission is to serve the communities um, and provide that rapid uh, life-saving air transportation for patients to get them to the trauma centers or the stroke centers or to the specialty surgeons who can uh, save lives and who can save time. And it's not just a matter of saving someone's life; it's a matter of what kind of deficits does someone have after a stroke or what kind of recovery? Yeah, he did not have too many, or, does he? It's, it's amazing. He, he, <laughs> you, he's got a little scar on his wrist. Yeah, I and saw a that. a scar on his hairline. And aside from that, uh, you would never know that anything oh, Those are happens. battle scars, though, now. So he, you know, he gives him something to talk about with his friends, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's really a big difference. Um, we were talking uh, beforehand that Ryan may have survived um, had he not been flown. Um, but the chances of uh, making a full recovery and not having some sort of Neurological deficits, or having, uh, you know, having to go through tremendous physical therapy to regain some of the abilities that he has now, he certainly wouldn't be the starting quarterback or playing linebacker uh, or pitching uh, for his high school baseball team. Yeah, and and
0: he's doing all those things. That's a testimony to what to what Life Flight Eagle provides this community. Let's talk about that and where the Life Flight Eagle um,
1: helicopters are stationed in the communities that you're serving. Sure. Well, the one that went and picked Ryan up was our Trenton-based helicopter up in uh, northwest Missouri. Our other helicopters are based in Odessa, Missouri, in Lafayette County, in Clinton, Missouri, and in Harrisonville, Missouri. So we serve really the western part of the state as well as eastern Kansas and uh, Northwest Missouri.
0: Especially. So let, let's talk to our friends in Kansas a little bit because we don't want Johnson County and Miami County to feel left out here. Uh, they're they're a big part of what you serve. Uh, you know, taking people into Olathe Medical Center and all in KU and in Kansas facilities if that's necessary. So my, uh, memberships are available for folks in Johnson County and Miami County as well. Correct. Johnson
1: County, Miami County. We <laughs> go into Lynn County and Anderson County, Kansas a lot. So it's not just, uh, just not just on the Missouri side. We do a lot on the Kansas side as well um... serve all the way to columbia uh, to the east all the way up to the iowa border on the north and uh... we can fly patients all the way down into springfield and we take the patients wherever they need to go based on what's wrong with them so uh... we fly not only into the hospitals here in kansas city that's where most of our patients go but we also take uh, patients as necessary to columbia or to springfield um, as needed
0: and, and you know that's very interesting wherever they need to go that's an interesting line because uh, uh, you know uh, as As Rich talked about, this is the only pediatric trauma center actually between here and Colorado. If you know anything about what Children's Mercy offers, this is it. So it's pretty remarkable that you know they were able to get him to exactly the place he needed to be in order to get the kind of treatment he needed.
1: And part of the benefit of our organization is that we we do have the ability. We're not a hospital-based um, air medical program. So we take patients wherever they need to go. And you're exactly right. A lot of hospitals have, uh, certain things that they are especially good at. and so we're able to take the patients to the place that they can get the best care uh, that they need to get for what specifically is wrong with them, take them to the to the very best, of the best.
0: The website is lifeflighteagle.org. Ladies and gentlemen, the membership costs $59. The phone number 1-800-936-9533. 1-800-936-9533. We're going to come back after the break. We're going to continue our conversation. We'll talk with Matt a little more about some of the other things Life Flight Eagle is doing uh, and, and how they serve the community. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HIE radio network coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. You can find out more about us by visiting the website americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got questions, if there's something I can help you with, you have a need, go to the website, send me an email. My producer today, the always perfect, Mr. Scott Larson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue our conversation with the folks from Life Flight Eagle and continue talking with him about the services they provide, interaction with the community, and how they work with rural communities as well to educate and make them aware of what's available from Life Flight Eagle. But, first thing you need to know is if you don't have a membership, you should have one. 1-800-936-9533, one 800 936 that's the toll-free number, one 800 936 It costs $59 a year. That's not a lot of money, ladies and gentlemen, $59 a year for your family. Or go to the website, LifeFlightEagle.org. You can sign up online. The website is LifeFlightEagle.org. Like I've said, I said at the beginning of the show, you're not going to get a letter in the mail telling you today is the day, the email or the phone call that you're going to need one of these flights from Life Flight Eagle if you're in an accident or something happens. What you will get if you don't have it is you will get the bill. Let me tell you, your insurance carrier may cover it. They may not cover it. They may cover part of it. You can solve that whole problem. By getting the membership for $59, 1-800-936-9533 or the website, LifeFlightEagle.org. All right, Matt, let's talk a little bit about this because the interaction with rural communities, you know, I was there when we opened the base in Odessa. Um, I was there when we opened the base in Harrisonville. Um, you know, we did broadcast from both those bases. The, the, the service that this brings to the rural communities is huge. Um, let's talk a little bit about the education of the first responders and how you the outreach programs that you guys have for first responders uh, to get them involved and no, just like Matt knew um, when it was you know when he walked up and saw his son and goes, he's in shock he thinks it's 2002
1: it's time to call that's part of what you teach yes absolutely a big part of what we do is to be a part of uh, to, we really want to be a part of the communities that we uh, work with and that includes uh, providing education continuing education for the paramedics uh, the firefighters the EMT's and the first responders they have to go through tremendous uh, number of hours of continuing education just to keep their certifications up and going. And so we're able to partner with them and, and help provide a lot of that uh, training to them uh, to make sure that they're up to date with, um, with their certifications, as well as to uh, ensure that they are able to recognize some of the signs early. We've talked about how time is of the essence. Golden hour. Uh, the golden hour. Um, part of that is, is early recognition. How soon can we realize that someone is having uh, stroke? How soon can we realize that someone is having uh, heart problems that are going to require them to go to a cardiac cath lab um, in, in Kansas City or in Columbia or in Springfield? Um, help them recognize those symptoms um, in the field early on, help them to activate Life Flight Eagle earlier. And again, that's what leads to the, um, the full recovery for these patients um, because time really is that critical.
0: And, and also, Matt Cuehn, it's, it's important um, for you all as first responders to know, how do you bring that helicopter in here? Uh, where, where do we land it where do we put it how do we get it here how do we where do we where do we park that thing so we can get these patients on board the the approach the safety these are all things we've talked about in other shows but chat a little bit about that and and how important it is for you guys to understand how to make this work
3: yeah um Life Flight uh has come over before and give us classes on we have specific places that we have landing zones throughout the county so we know um to uh take a patient um from where they're at to these landing zones, or, you know, if it's uh, if, if there's not a landing zone that's close there, then uh, we have the fire department or the, or the uh, highway patrol block off the highway and they can land right there. Right on the highway. Yes.
0: And that's all part of what you guys get in the training that you do uh, in interacting with the folks at Lifeline. Correct. That's That's pretty remarkable. Let, you know, let's go back, Matt, and chat just a little bit about, um, again, the mission uh, I think it's really important for people to understand uh, that Life Flight Eagle is a not-for-profit um, that To me, that's important because, you know, you, you, there, there are a lot of air ambulance companies out there, but that's what they are. They're air ambulance companies. Um, they're not a community-based organization, a or not-for-profit like we are here in this city. Um, and, and this program has been in play for a long time. Started out with Research Hospital and, and, and St. Joseph's Medical Center. Um, and, and so let's chat a little bit about that and, and your mission and, and the fact that you
1: are community-oriented. Absolutely. Uh, we, we want to be a big part of the communities that we serve. And so we, we spend a tremendous amount of time um, doing the continuing education things, um, flying into health fairs and educating people about the service that we provide, um, and just health and wellness in general uh, is very important to us. And um, through the membership program is part of how we help fund uh, that. Um, yeah, the funding is uh, an important part of this. It, it <laughs> they is, don't fly for free. The, the $59 dues that we get as part of the membership program are what allow us to have the continuing education um, programs, and even have the, the bases out in the communities where they're closer to the patients that we're going to end up flying. Um, the membership uh, really helps fund that and, and makes a big difference for us.
0: And, and having those bases close to the community has been really important, obviously, in in, in, in this situation with Ryan, uh, being able to get there. How quickly did they, did they arrive, Matt, when, on the scene from the time you called him? Do you remember until the time they actually got there to pick him up?
3: It wasn't very long. I'm not sure of the exact time. Um, I was in the, like I said, I was in the back of the ambulance um, treating Ryan, but um, I started a couple IVs and, uh, and then they were pretty much on scene. So it happened quickly. And, and in uh, Sullivan County, um, I'm also the administrator there. We have what, what we call early activation. So if uh, 911 gets a call of a chest pain or a car wreck or stroke-like symptoms, uh, they go ahead and, and launch a helicopter so we have that uh, golden hour is is sped up even more.
0: How critical to you as a rural first responder is what Life Flight Eagle uh, uh, and their team bring to your community?
3: It's 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 uh, huge. I mean, we're all one team. Um, we're a ground ambulance, and we we treat the patient, and we realize that um, certain patients need. Um, surgery and that's um, that's their their care that they need so it's going to take us longer to go by ground than it is for them to fly to um, Columbia or Kansas City or wherever the patient would need to go so we're all one team and um, we uh, stabilize the patient and then turn over care to to uh, life flight and then they can take them on to the cities where they need to go Matt pretty successful program 9,000
0: members now mm-hmm, uh, and, growing. and growing hopefully more after we finish this show today <laughs> right <laughs> we'd like to thank that
1: Yes, it, it's continuing to grow, and uh, obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but I think it's kind of a, a no-brainer for folks who are out in the rural. F- uh,
0: seriously, $59. dollars i mean, you know, it really. It, 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 I I've told Chris for years she needs to raise the price, and she's not listening to me. But <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, $59 for your family, uh, it, it, that's hard to beat for versus what it actually costs to pay for this. If it if it if you're one of the people that have to use it,
1: it is, and you said it. It covers the entire household, so it's not just. Uh, it's not fifty nine dollars per person or fifty nine dollars a month. At fifty nine dollars, <throat> covers uh, all the permanent residents of your household, and so it, it really is a, a, a fantastic bargain. And like we've talked about here, um, you know, Ryan didn't wake up that morning thinking, "Hey, I'm going to have an accident today and have to no." He, to- he, yeah. he thought he was faster than a locomotive
0: and more <laughs> uh, more powerful than a locomotive and
1: faster than a bullet. Absolutely, but what he, um, it's it's also uh, strokes and heart attacks and people who are at high risk categories. Uh, for those things need to be uh, especially mindful that this is a program that they may have to use at some point in time. Absolutely.
0: If you want information, go to the website LifeFlightEagle.org. LifeFlightEagle.org. Membership is $59, 1-800-936-9533, 1-800-936-9533. If you call, they'll be happy to help you and get membership for your family. Thank you very much for listening, and ladies and gentlemen, now I leave you with this thought from Albert Einstein. There are only two ways to live your life. One is though nothing is a miracle. The other is if everything is. I think we might have had one of those in studio today. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting here on the HIU radio network, coast to coast, across the USA. We'll see you again next week. Goodbye, America.